Hey, welcome back. I'm Bev. And I'm John. <laughs> and this is Travel by Pet Sitting, where this is in this podcast, what we talk to you about is our phenomenal lifestyle that we've created, traveling the world by pet sitting. That is taking care of the pets of other people all over the world. We'll share with you candid conversations about how we've handled challenges, how we've enjoyed the world, and how you too can join this trend of travel by pet sitting. What we're going to talk about today is Plan B. And if there's anything that we've learned over the last five years since we've been on the road, for certain, is that very little in life goes as it's originally planned. And that has certainly happened to us time and time and time again. And as a consequence to that, uh, we've had to adjust. And um, sometimes that can look like a frustration. It came to me. And we've had to learn to embrace the need because, see, the, pro- the challenge with uh, Plan Bs is that very often we don't uh, do them ahead of time. Uh, we get yeah. fr- <laughs> or forced in. We're forced into it. Something's we're- come up and suddenly you're going, okay, we got to change everything. Uh-oh. The reason we're talking about this this week, by the way, is because we have just gone through a massive number of hours re- re-researching replanning, rescheduling um, the summer, our summer, basically. We we thought we kind of had it figured out and something yeah, has yeah. come up, which we'll get in earlier. But what is really crucial, I think, is that you just embrace it. I hold to that plan B is going to even be better, that it showed up because there's something in, better in store. So when us. you think of a plan B, your first reaction is? Yeah, oh, okay. Let's see. And that's even though I do most of the planning and it's, You know, it could be easy to get sad and go, oh, crap, I can't believe we have to redo it. We're not going to be able to see this and all that that kind of stuff. No, I love learning, first of all, about all the stuff we're doing. I mean, I did not know our country. I didn't know the world that well. And so I'm really enjoying learning about it. And two, I really do hold to the belief that something better is showing up. How about you, John? Well, I can't say that I um, I embrace it quite the way Bev. I have to remind myself. I mean, the, the first of all, I have a I have a tendency to put things off. So Plan B to me, I leave way out there. And what typically happens is that it's forced upon us, and I don't like to get things forced upon me. So I get annoyed. Um, and there's always things that I would rather be doing. And I'm very into photography at the moment, and I would have rather be shooting, and I'd rather be editing. Um, and so when when the need for Plan B shows up as it did this week, <laughs> I immediately go negative. Um, and I can remember the story of, oh, my daughter Kate, who's now older, older uh, was like 10 years old. And she asked me if she could go across the street to do something. And we were living in the city. And I said no. And she said, Dad, why is it that the... F- first thing out of your mouth is you say no. Some of you may have heard me say this before. And she stopped me in my, my tracks. I mean, she, what was, a- she was a very wise child. And still, now John is in his 70s, and your first reaction is generally a soft no. I try to, I work on it, but it's not easy for me. Now, I, I overcome it quickly. Yes. And when I, when it, like this, I've learned that A, um, 
I, when we sit down and we plan together, I'm not the planner. Bev's the planner. But when we sit down and plan together, I really enjoy the process. We have fun doing it. We go, well, how about this? Maybe we should do this. Have you ever thought about doing that? And so suddenly all these possibilities crop yes. up. Yes. And we both really do light up. We have fun. I mean, it's just so much more fun than figuring out where we're going to do our next happy hour. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about what happened, Bev. Okay, so we had, the, as we said, we had the summer planned out. John had found a great photography workshop in the High Sierras. Uh, we would be on, on horseback. On horseback. <laughs> going out to shoot the wild horses. There are herds of wild horses. And John and I love horseback, and we have herds of wild horses near our home. We love being around them. And so we both said, sure, it's the end of... May, May 27th to the 30th or something like that. Um, it's, it's a short workshop. There's a great photographer who leads it. Um, so we get photos, photo, photography uh, instruction as well as riding horses. As and well as, we're going to go out camping. We're going to be out in the range. Yeah. I mean, and we're not like, so that's kind of a fun thing. It's all going to be wonderful. And that coupled really well with a commitment we made uh, quite a while ago, a couple of, a few months ago, that we really wanted to see the national parks as with most of the population. It seems like a very popular thing. But with John's keen interest in photography, and we both like hiking, and I love birds and bees and fauna it seemed like a natural thing well to and do. pet sitting had had slowed down to a drizzle <laughs> and it yeah. really there wasn't much going on so we said what are we going to do this summer and we decided to do the national parks right and so um the coupling then with bishop which is where the session is going to be the photography session and being in that area we went okay perfect marriage let's do the parks and we had started to outline that, the yep. sequence of that, knowing that our next pet sit wasn't going to be until the middle of September. In, and that Park, was in Park City, City. U- Park City, Utah. <laughs> yep. So we had, I mean, we're leaving here in a few days in, in Big Canoe, Georgia, and we're going to make our way back to Arizona. We'll get back to Arizona. Via the Smoky Mountains, which is a national Via park, the and Mountains. the other national park, the Painted Desert National Painted Park. Desert. We've bookended it, so but we'll get back to Arizona roughly April first. Um, we're going to take care of our COVID shots. Other than that, um, we've got the workshop for the photography workshop to look forward to, and that's it. That's yeah. A little side note: um, April first is a is a hard day. We actually ran out of our house for those that don't know, but usually three or four months out of the year. We um we have now regular people coming for three months. Um, every you know one comes for one month, the other one comes for two months, and so every month, so we can't we can't get back in Nora House, or even if we wanted to go back earlier. Right. <laughs> so that that was that, and we had roughly discussed um what we were going to do after the photography workshop. We were going to going to do the um, maybe the redwoods um, and the uh, uh, not not Yellowstone but uh, Yosemite. Uh, so we had r- rough ideas of all this stuff. Yeah, and then we got a call. And yeah, <laughs> we have some very very good friends in Cape Cod. We've actually known them for years, and we've known and actually they got their first dog because of our dog. Yep, we had a pug, and they got turned on by our pug, and so they got a little terrier, and so they're they live full time in the Cape. And they called and they said, any possibility you can come take care of Fergie for a few weeks. I want to go and see my mom and 
We thought about the Cape Cod in June, which is probably the best month to be in Cape Cod. Yeah. We've also got a couple of friends down in the Cape. Suddenly, we threw out the parks, and we also knew we were going to help her out a lot. She didn't. She does not trust a lot of people to be in her house. It's a beautiful, beautiful Cape, and so and she knows we know Fergie, so she it's a comfort level. We know the house. We've been there dozens of times. We know Fergie. And she was in a, in a jam. It's work out great. Fergie's getting older. Couldn't, can't be put away in there in his spa anymore. So we said, sure. And in saying that, we just threw out all, all of our plans and we are now recreating plan B. So it's not national parks, um, you know, uh, throughout July and August leading up to our uh, Park City sit in September. It's like, Okay, we're going to be back east. What are we going to do then um, the, when the pet sit's over? So we're now, it's all the, the deck of cards, cards is now thrown on the floor. It's like we've got, I've, go got <laughs> I've got, our kids live just outside of Boston. We haven't seen them in who knows how long. Um, and we have reached out to them and said we're going to be there. And how are we going to put that together? My brother lives in Maine. Um, they're all and there are all kinds of pet sits showing up. But the other thing to remember is this pet sit will be right after um, we leave Bishop. We have nine days, nine whole days to get we, from Bishop, we, California to Cape Cod. We did think we were going to fly there for a moment, and then we said, "No, we're just going to drive." It's that we're going to take the northern route. We've never been to Niagara Falls. We're going to go be going through that. So um, we think. <laughs> that could change that tomorrow. Could change. <laughs> that could change. Uh, and so, and then we'll have our car, which makes it great too, because we're very comfortable driving our car. It's a SUV. It's Lexus. It's really comfortable, and it's so. I'm very know. comfortable with Bev driving our car. It's, it's... <laughs> I do most of the driving. It's funny when you're on the road like we are. You really do find each other's sweet spots. I like. I love long distance driving. And so who knew that I could get in the car and you'd say six, seven hours. I go, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, split up so that Bev would go to Hampstead Noise. I would stay in Swanick. And then when it was when Swanick was done, I would then go to Hampstead Noise. It all worked out. Yeah, it was just a creative solution. I, will, I can remember I was going, holy smokes, I cannot believe I'm doing this on my own. It was a... That that vintage farmhouse. We covered it in one of the other podcasts. Yeah, it was I mean, a vintage farmhouse. Way out and, nowhere. And the snowstorm <laughs> was coming that everybody was talking about. The snowstorm of the century. But we did. We took that on. That was a good plan B. It worked yep. out really, and actually, it ended up being great because I really got a lot of self confidence during that. So, and it also pointed out the need in talking about plan B is not if you can if you can avoid it, not to schedule back to back to back to back to back. Give yourself a little breathing room in case you have to do a day here, a day here, or in case you've got some travel things that or you we have to split up. Like you, it was kind of nice to have alone time. It, well, yeah, <laughs> a lot of benefits to that plan B. Well, and we had the same thing happen here. Uh, it, we're in Big Canoe, Georgia, and uh, we were here at Christmas, mm -hmm. and we were supposed to be here three weeks, but the homeowners had to extend their stay. Uh, for a it was a medical emergency. Yeah, a little over a week, maybe yep, 10 days. 10 days. And I, we were going to go down and see my family in Florida. Yep. And so uh, as far as I was concerned, it was more important because that once again, we have our priorities straight when it comes around to pet sitting. And we made it clear with all of our friends what our priorities are. So um, I, it was nothing when I called and said, well, Deb, little sis, we're not going to be there. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> so it happens. And that's the, the uh, I mean, it happens with some frequency, not all the time, but with some frequency. So it happened to us last week. 
um, with our friends, dear friends, calling us from Cape Cod. And now we have, uh, we, we've got a whole summer to plan around, we're going to be in Cape Cod. Replan. Now, what we, are, we have to replan it. We were going to do, we were going to do the, the uh, parks. Now we're trying to get to see uh, the, the kids. Yeah, our, we also our, though committed to the presidential libraries. So we're going to try to go to Dorchester on the way up to see the kids, to see the Kennedy Library. So see, it's already... We've reached out to the kids and <laughs> said, we're going to be here at this time. Our, can we can we pull this off? Can we get together? We haven't seen them for, in forever. My brother lives in Maine. We were going to go, go up north uh, while we were there to go to Acadia National Park, which is supposedly beautiful, way, way the heck up in Maine. So this is, plan B is shaping up. We're more familiar with the East Coast because it's where we're from. So it's not quite as overwhelming as some of the plan Bs have been. But um, but we also have to be mindful. We we in the back of my mind already. I've got a plan C because <laughs> well, my brother's got some health issues, and we may not be able to get to see him. Mm-hmm. My kids got life going on. I mean, they've got a busy busy lives, and uh, we may not be able to get to see them when we want. So we've got to be pretty flexible about that, which is uh, plans B and C and D and E and whatever. Uh, My sister, um, uh, we're going to try to get to see. And there's plenty that we can do, plenty of places we can go. It's just that we're in the beginning of scheduling this plan B um, that um, that kind of is fun to do. It's fun and exciting to do, but somehow it takes your breath away a little bit, doesn't it? Redoing a plan, it, sometimes it seems overwhelming to me. There you yeah, go. It's, okay. I think it seems a little overwhelming. But, um, you know, and in the midst of all of that, we may have a great pet set show up because we're, I'm back looking like every two or three days at possible pet sets because they're showing up more and more on different platforms. And so everything might be thrown out and we may end up doing a pet sit somewhere around Cape Cod. Could be. <laughs> and on top of that, we I noticed the other day online that that um, in communication with some people, some friends of ours, pet sitters who are in Mexico, that uh, several people are starting to fly to, we, we looked at the possibility of applying for a pet sit in Panama the other day. Yeah. So various countries are starting to open up now that the, the vaccine is around. Right, and the rapid test, because in, in Panama, what you have to do is just pay $50 at the airport and get a rapid test, so they know that you're COVID-free. And so, yeah, things are starting we'll to open see. up. We'll <laughs> see. And when Europe opens up, I mean, that's really where our heart's desire is. Yeah. Um, so we've got to think about plan Bs. But right now, we've got it bookended, the beginning of it. We've got June. Um, we've got the photo workshop. And then June with the friends of ours in Cape Cod. And then we have mid-September for two weeks. Uh, and then another week just to v- stay and visit with our friends uh, in Park City, Utah. Um, and we can fill in. We don't know if we're going to fill in the rest of the summer back east <laughs> or we're going to fill it in at national parks. We don't know that yet, but we're working on kind of both. We're in the midst of doing that right now. And yes. It's, it, it will, it's funny how it suddenly all comes together. You get enough research, you get enough ideas, and suddenly it's like this... It just magically appears. We go, oh, this is it. It's perfect. So I, I have a question just in closing, in, in wrapping this up. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, in this five years of doing this extraordinary lifestyle, have you ever been like breathless over it or so awestruck that you literally just stand breathless and say, wow. Every time I go back and look at our photos. 
<laughs> and I do that quite often to edit them and to delete some and, you know, where am I going to and to make, make backup copies, etc. But I look back over um, since actually uh, June, maybe the midwinter of 2015, I look back and go, oh my God, we have been to so many places, seen so many things, met so many people, had so many different foods, um, so many different experiences. It does take my breath away that I never in a million years thought that I would um, go through my life and have these experiences. And um, it makes me a little weepy at times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, more and more when we're watching on Netflix or something, it's sort of fun when more and more I hear us say, oh my gosh, we were We've been right there. there. We've we were, been there. We were right, we were staring at the Mona Lisa right at that exact spot. <laughs> so that's, that is kind of fun, isn't Wait, it? What about your taking your breath away? Yeah, I've had, I've been in, there have been a number of times where I, I'm kind of breathless. I kind of go, wow, how did this all happen? One of them that comes to mind, we were on our way, we were in Australia, we were on our way to the Great Ocean Road, you know, taking that beautiful uh, road trip. And we had stopped at an Airbnb and we did a little side trip, you know, a little walk from the Airbnb and we saw a koala, you know, up close in the wild, you know, just right near one of the branches. I would say, how far? 25 feet away. Which is really, really unusual. So that was pretty awesome. But what then really took my breath away was then further up, we did another Airbnb and uh, we were in this beautiful wooded area up on a hill. And I heard this very odd, deep, it was like a prolonged burp coming from one tree. Gross. And then I heard it, another one in another tree it was koala bears talking to each other. So they were having a conversation. And those cute little animals, those cute little fuzzy Fluffy, things. Furry. Had such a weird sound come out of their oh, mouth. It was, yes, it was. So I thought that was, that. I, I sat there and I said, well, what's the chance of me being here listening to this? Well, I found a little astounding. There have been a number of times where I've been caught, I've been breathless going, I am 6,700, how many thousands of miles away from my little pinprick of a town in Fountain Hills, Arizona, and somehow I found this little moment in Australia or Vietnam or wherever we might have been or taking care of the elephants in Chiang Mai, um, where I have sat there and said, what is really the profound possibility of me being here right now, experiencing this, having these kinds of emotions? And so that does take my breath away. And I have actually, um, I yearn for it. I think, I think it's very funny when people say they want to get back on the road, they want to get back to traveling. My feeling is that the emotions I feel when I'm on the road are so much more vivid and deep and exciting that I yearn for it. I want more of it. And as it turns out, uh, pet sitting has been a great remedy for me. And what we've noticed... We can just sort of feel it in the air. It's starting to pick up again. Yes, is that exciting? Um, Bev's been saying for months that um, she didn't think it was going to be the re- recovery in terms of hospitality and travel was going to take as long as everybody thought it was going to. That it was going to come back fairly quickly because there's a huge pent up demand for travel. Um, and we're now beginning to see it. Pet sitting. 
We're starting to see more and more pet sits of, uh, become available. Yeah, a lot of, lot of advertising, lots and lots of pet sits. So it's growing incredibly fast. Fast. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. So people are starting to move on. They're mm-hmm. starting to travel again. Itchy feet. They're starting to get on them, get on them wherever, the, however they're going to travel. I, th- I think there's one other, just to finish up my final comment on this breathless. I've been, I've been spending five years of being fairly breathless. Pretty much in awe. Hmm. Um, I have noticed that I have a tendency of saying, John, John's the money guy. He handles the um, the credit cards, all the travel miles and the banks and all that banking and all that stuff. I'll say, I'll say every now and then, would you just check the balance? I just, I, I just, because this lifestyle is so rich and so beautiful and so awesome that I am sure we've been dipping into our retirement fund. And you'll go and check it. And we have not even, we haven't ever dipped into our retirement fund. No. This has all been financed by cash flow, by spinoff or by, you know, our social security. And I find that breathtaking, right? Because I was so fearful for so long about retirement and do we have enough money to retire? Well, and we've said this many times, even on these podcasts so far, is that um, we're not you know, gazillionaires. Um, And we've got a a modest portfolio and we've got Social Security and that's what we got. Um, And the fact of the matter is, is that this lifestyle that we've carved out is not an expensive lifestyle. Um, It's a rich one. It's a rich in terms of experience, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not expensive or it doesn't have to be expensive, I should say. And it certainly hasn't been for us. And I'm equally um, astounded every time I look at that balance. I go, really? And I think some of it comes from us remembering the days in the supermarkets. (laughs) We'd hand them the credit card and hope beyond hope that it would clear. We were self-employed and there was a few years there. there During that recession. And oh yeah, where was, oh geez. But the point we're making here is that you know, if we've learned anything, it's that not everything works out the way you plan it. And there's a need for plan backup B. plans. Yeah. And the key to backup plans is enjoy the journey because they can doing those backup plans can be a ton of fun and you'll enjoy it and it'll enrich the whole process. And that makes even travel by pet sitting more wonderful. So with that, we'll see you on the road. See you on the road. <laughs>